Hey everyone, I am very excited to be releasing this interview today with John Lee Dumas. We spoke about his upcoming book that is available for pre-order now and had a great talk about one of the top reasons why entrepreneurs fail. He is a top performing entrepreneur himself and a great one to learn from. So enjoy the show. Welcome to the Think Like a CFO podcast, where we dig into not only what it takes to start a business, but to keep your business thriving for years to come using my signature CFO money method framework. I'm your host, Melissa Houston, and I am a CPA and business financial coach. I have over 20 years of experience in business, and it is my passion to share my knowledge of business finance and personal finance with other women. You can also follow me with my column at Forbes.com or my column with Entrepreneur.com. John Lee Dumas is the founder and host of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. With over 1 million monthly listens and seven figures of annual revenue, JLD is spreading entrepreneurial fire on a global scale. His first traditionally published book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success, is available for pre-order now at UncommonSuccessBook.com. Hey, John Lee Dumas. Welcome to the Think Like a CFO podcast. Hey, I'm fired up to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I am so happy to have you. So Think Like a CFO is a podcast where we speak to entrepreneurs about managing their business and their personal finances. Now, what I love about you is that you have an income report that you offer your listeners on your podcast. You do that monthly, I believe, correct? We've just done it now for the 90th month in a row. That is awesome. So I'm curious, what prompted you to start sharing this information with others? You know, money's an interesting thing, to be honest. A lot of people have a hard time. They have money issues, which I get. Money can be a very personal thing for a lot of individuals. And for me, back in 2012, I was trying to figure out, can I do this online internet thing? And you know, I came from a very traditional background. I was in the army for eight years. I went to law school, corporate finance. So I was very traditional. And frankly, I thought you had to be like slimy and scammy to like make money online. I mean, I was wrong, but that was my thinking. And I came across this guy, Pat Flynn, Smart Passive Income, and he was publishing his income reports. And I was just like, here's a good guy, like a really awesome family guy providing value, making money. And I said to myself at that moment, if I ever get to a point where I'm actually making money online. I want to give the kind of hope and inspiration and insight and transparency that Pat's giving to me right now to other individuals. So that was the day I committed to doing it. It took me a while to start making money online. But once I did, that's the process and the steps that I took. Now, I think I read somewhere that when you were in the military, you actually focused on finance. Is that correct? Yes, I was actually in grad school getting my master's in finance while I was in the army. Okay, so then I'm sure that the skills that you learned through that has really helped you along in your business as well. Oh, big time. It has been so huge for me. Like That finance degree was so meaningful. It helped me get my job at John Hancock in corporate finance, where again, I learned even more about about finances. And it just set me up for success to really learn and understand the meaning of like keeping the money you make as a business owner. Like it changed everything. Do you think that entrepreneurs are paying enough attention to their business finances? None are. Like literally 
0.1% are. So the 99.9% that aren't, they're not. And it's sad because listen, entrepreneurs work so hard. They're such hard workers and they're working hard in the right areas, but they're coming up short because now when you just don't do the financial side of your business correctly, it's almost like all of your work, it's just, it's less it's not less meaningful by any stretch, but it's less profitable. And there's a lot of people I can tell you whose heart would break if you literally handed them what they made per hour because of how they don't take care of their finances. And because this is how much money they're actually keeping at the end of the year, it would break their hearts because they see hundreds of thousands of dollars coming in or whatever the numbers are that are coming in. And then their bank account just doesn't move and they just don't really know why. It's just like always there, stagnant. And there's a reason why. Absolutely. Like I always try to teach my clients, it's not about the revenue that you're bringing in. Revenue numbers, high revenue numbers are fantastic. But if you're not making profit on these launches or whatever it is that you're selling, then you've got a problem and you don't have a business that will be sustainable if there's no profit there. I mean, like I like to say to people a lot of times and they're like, don't you want to become an eight figure business? And I'm like, would I rather make, you know, keep 80% of $3 million or keep 10% of $10 million? And it's an easy math question. And literally it comes down to that. Cause as you, if you're not careful, as you grow bigger and bigger and bigger and get more excited, it's like, there's more costs with your team. And now you're having all these ads and these infrastructures and this and that, and your tax bill and all these different things. And at the end of the day, it's like, you're working maybe 10 times as hard for maybe not nothing more, sometimes maybe less. Exactly. No, I completely agree with that. You're known to be one of the absolute hardest working entrepreneurs in the business. Can you tell me, I mean, with your success level, it shocks people that you still work so hard. What is it that keeps you motivated? I also like to be clear with people because I do have that reputation. And that may have been true at one point. Like when I was getting entrepreneurs on fire off the ground, the first daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs, which took years, I was unbelievably hardworking, like day in, day out. I grinded it out and I built it to what it is today. But now here we are talking a decade later. And I'm going to be honest with you. I may still have that reputation. It's, it's not a warranted one anymore. I work five days per month right now. Now, I want to be clear. I want to be clear about a couple of things. Number one, as you and I are talking, I'm in book launch mode. So that's all out the window. I'm a hundred percent sprinting for these two months of my book launch. Things will mm-hmm. go back to quote unquote normal after my book launch. But when I'm not in this book launch sprint that I'm in right now, and this has gone for the past multiple years, I work harder or at least as hard as anybody in the business five days per month. My five days per month would make people's head pop off. I'm talking, I'm doing eight interviews for Entrepreneurs on Fire in one day. I'm doing 20 interviews on other shows in one day. And then the other three days, I'm doing unbelievable amounts of work in that day. My schedule is jam-packed from morning to night, five days per month. The other 25 days per month, and this is true, I work a couple hours doing email maintenance, communications, social media this, social media that, and I'm done like a couple hours a day for the other 25 days per month. Now, again, I had that season of my life where I worked unbelievably hard and smart. And then the next season of my life where I worked quite hard and quite smart. And now I'm at a place where I work super hard in very small batches, super hard, and then very little for the rest. That's where I'm at now. This is the season of my life that I'm in. And hey, guess what? Maybe there's a project that comes across my plate that just 
I'm so over the moon about that I go back to just, you know, 25, 30 days a, a month of working hard. Maybe, maybe not. We'll say. When you were writing your book, I believe I saw something through Selena Sue's, I, I think there was a live or something, and you were showing us your schedule and how you managed to schedule the book writing into your schedule. That was pretty jam-packed. Oh my God. Let me do it right now. So I'll, I'll pull my phone up right now. And like, these are my last three days right here. I mean, look at this schedule right here. It's just every one of those, it is jam-packed for three days. But then I swipe to the right and I have essentially nothing for the next three days. Okay. Right. So I'm like, I'm in sprint mode or I'm in recharge mode. It's like one of the two. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Can you tell us a little bit, share a little detail about your book launch and how that's going? Yeah. So I'm all in on this because listen, this is a culmination of the 3000 interviews I've done over the past decade. Since 2012, you know, I've run Entrepreneurs on Fire, a daily podcast interviewing successful entrepreneurs. I've been the mentee to those mentors for 10 years. I've learned so much from them. I've obviously applied it to my business, which is why Entrepreneurs on Fire has been a multi-million dollar a year business for eight years in a row now. And I finally said, you know what? I get essentially the same 10 questions from my audience every single day. There are different varying questions, but they're essentially the same 10 questions. I need to write the definitive answer that I can just hand to people because I can't answer people individually. There's no time in the world for that. And so I finally said, it is time I sat down, I signed an awesome deal with HarperCollins. So I had a publisher, I've got an editor with, on my side, I've got a book launch marketing team, and I just went to work. And I wrote every single one of the 71,000 words that now comprise this book. It took me eight months. It took me 480 writing hours to complete the concept of this book, which is The Common Path to Uncommon Success, because it is a revolutionary 17-step roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment. I'm talking step one to step done. And how I actually boiled it down from all those interviews was said, what are the commonalities that all successful entrepreneurs share? And when I boiled it down, there were 17 core foundational principles. I put those principles in a chronological order and that is the 17-step roadmap. And this is the book that I know is going to change so many people's lives that get the book, read the book, apply its principles and get to their version of financial freedom and fulfillment. The book comes out on March 23rd. So that's why I told you I'm in crazy book promotion launch right now. Yeah. Mode. Like I'm on everybody's podcast that will take me. I'm going back to back to back. You know what I mean? It's just been a blast because I love talking about this content. I love talking to great individuals like yourself, which is one reason why I started a podcast because I wanted to, sh to surround myself with successful, like-minded, inspiring people. And so this is what I love doing. This is what I call my zone of fire, which I get into in this book, of course, is like, how do you find your zone of fire? And that's obviously a critical, integral step in this process and so much more all the way through, by the way, to a chapter I think that you'll enjoy based on your question so far, which is step 17, chapter 17, keep the money you make. Because guess what? Yeah, You can do everything right <laughs> the first 16 step and you will be crushing it financially if you get to step 16. You will. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you're going to keep the money you make. So that's why chapter 17, step 17, the final step, keep the money you make. I bring Ramit Sethi on to share his genius when it comes to this stuff as well. And I brought 17 total entrepreneurs on to share their genius at each one of these steps as well. And the book is, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I 
pre-ordered my copy back in January, I believe. And I, I do have a couple of copies for the listeners that I'll be giving away. And I'll talk about the details after our interview. But I know there's a couple of other big name entrepreneurs that you're interviewing in the book. I know Selena Sue is one of them. She is my mentor. I absolutely love her. Who else is in there? So listen, I went straight A, a plus across the board. I've got Hal Elrod. I've got Sean Stevenson, Jamie Masters, Kate Erickson, of course, Pat Flynn, Jeff Walker, Ryan Levesque, Omar and Nicole Zenholm, Russell Brunson, Stu McLaren, Billy Jean, Amy Porterfield, Jill Stanton, wow. Ramit Sethi. I mean, I just went. That is quite an impressive one. Get all the asks and uh, yeah. their contribution to each one of these steps is fantastic. That is a really great book. Now, why do you think that entrepreneurs are failing at business? Listen, they're failing at business for one simple reason. I mean, this is the one core reason, which of course has a lot of you know tributary reasons as well. But the one core reason is they're not the best solution to one real problem. If you can look in the mirror right now as a businessman, as a businesswoman, as an entrepreneur, and honestly say, I am the best solution to this one single big problem in the world, you are winning because people will beat a path to your door for the best solution. They don't want the second best. They don't want the 10th best. And everybody in this world right now is launching a weak, pale imitation of somebody else and they're failing as a result. But that's what this book will shake you out of. It's going to get you to potentially the first time in your life to identify your big idea, to live in your zone of fire, to niche down until you can honestly look yourself in the mirror. And this is a great place to be in life, a great goal to have and say to yourself, I have the best solution to this specific real problem in the world. People will beat a path to my doorstep and they will. You believe that? I know it. I've seen it. Okay. That's awesome. Do you have any advice or any parting words of wisdom for any listeners that are tuning in right now? I do. Listen, this quote changed everything for me back in 2012. Albert Einstein, try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. That's where I was failing. I wasn't being a person of value back in 2012, but that planted the idea to become a person of value. I launched the first daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. So to my point, I was the best solution to a real problem. I was the best daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. I was also the worst, but I was the only. And that's just as good, (laughs) believe me, which I get into, of course, in the book. So become a person of value. You have to do it. And if you want to join your fearless leader here and get get your hands on a copy of this book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success, don't wait. Pre-order because we have five insane bonuses. Just one of them. I'm shipping all three of my journals. All three of my journals are coming to your door. It's amazing. Pre-order this book in the United States. If you're outside, I'm emailing you the beautiful digital packs immediately. There's four other insane bonuses as well. The endorsements from Seth Godin, Gary Vaynerchuk, Neil Patel, Eric Mandy, Dory Clark. They're all at this following URL, as well as the first chapter, a video of me jumping in the pool with all my clothes on, then describing the book, <laughs> plus some other awesome things. All the bonuses, like I said, detailed out. UncommonSuccessBook.com. UncommonSuccessBook.com book.com. Get over there, pre-order, make it happen. Awesome. I cannot thank you enough for coming on this episode. Well, you heard it here. That was an amazing interview with John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire. If you haven't pre-ordered a copy of his book yet, I highly recommend it. I will leave the links to his podcast and the link to pre-order his book in the show notes. 
But as I mentioned in the interview, I do have a few copies of the book that I'm giving away for free. Here's the contest rules to win your free copy of the Common Path to Uncommon Success book written by John Lee Dumas himself. All you have to do now that you've listened to the show is subscribe to the Think Like a CFO podcast, leave a review, take a screenshot of that review and post it to Instagram and tag me at Melissa Houston CPA. The winners of a fresh new copy of The Common Path to Uncommon Success will be contacted on March 23rd. This is such a great book filled with essential entrepreneurial information and filled with great interviews and excerpts from Ramit Sethi, Selena Sue, Kate Erickson, and so many more successful entrepreneurs that have created thriving businesses. Again, make sure you enter your name in the contest to win a Don Lee Dumas new book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success, by subscribing to the podcast, reviewing, and sharing your review on Instagram while tagging me at Melissa Houston CPA. Good luck in the contest! Thanks for listening to the Think Like a CFO podcast with Melissa Houston CPA. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Until next time, I'm Melissa Houston. And remember, nobody will ever care about your business as much as you do. So never give your financial power away.